Welcome to Notes from the North with Kyle and Sam. Welcome back to Notes from the North, your go-to Minnesota Vikings podcast. Before we get started, we want to offer our thanks to purpleptsd.com and vikingsterritory.com for giving us a chance to post our podcast there. Be sure to check out great Vikings coverage over at purpleptsd.com and vikingsterritory.com. Kyle, we're back again, another week, another win uh, against the Jets. And I think yeah. uh, overall a relatively good performance, but still you kind of you go through a little bit of the roller coaster that is uh, Vikings yeah. football or just football in general, I think. Um, and started off uh, jumping out to a pretty sizable lead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of got close later. Again, I feel like we kind of asked this after many Vikings games this season, but um, how do you feel taking away or, or coming away from yeah. this game? Well, I mean, I was hoping they were going to run away with it, right? And it looked like they might. They were up by 17 points at the end of the half. You're thinking, okay, three-score lead. The Jets' offense basically looks like they've got very little, if anything at all. And uh, to my mind, that was the best that Dontel's defense had looked all year. Uh, it seemed like they kind of flipped a switch. They were contesting catches. They were sending blitzes. Um, they're just active, you know, they're scraping down the line and run defense and just making it hard to move the ball on the ground. Uh, and I just thought like, okay, like this is, this is how this defense ought to look when the friggin' New York Jets roll in with Mike White at QB. Right. And so it's like, and I don't mean that to be disrespectful, but you know, Mike White is a bit of a journeyman. Uh, you know, they've lost some of their key players. The Jets have to, uh, to injury on offense. So either on the road, you know what I mean? It, it just seemed to me that this was a game where the defense ought to perform very well, I thought. And they kind of initially did so, I thought. But then um, they give up that long field goal, of course, give up the long field goal at the end of the half. And then things get pretty snug uh, into the second half. And, and the defense kind of goes back to their old ways of being, at times, seemingly quite passive. Uh, Mikhail Bevins had to leave again, which is really unfortunate. Um, I'll give Duke Shelley a ton of credit. Man, I don't think that's easy. You know, he's the CB5 in Minnesota, and the dude rolls into that game, you know, coming off the bench, like mid-game, and uh, gets picked on a little bit. But, man, that guy competes. You know what I mean? And, and puts himself out there and tries to contest catches. At times he's successful. At times he isn't. Uh, willing tackler. Man, Duke Shelley can be a depth corner on the Vikings. As far as I'm concerned, I take him any day of the week. Like, I, I think he's an excellent depth player because he competes like heck and puts in great efforts. So, I mean, I'll, I'll write about Duke Shelley. I, I think give that dude credit. That's a little side tangent. But um, d- overall, so 10 and 2. I mean, we say this seemingly every week now. No one would have guessed this. We certainly didn't. Um, you know, if they win next week, they win the North, which is wild. And uh, not necessarily that the one the division. I mean, I think we could have seen a scenario where that happened, but to do it so decisively would have been surprising to both of us, I think. So it would have been surprising to a lot of fans. For sure. Um, but even still, it felt a little bit discouraging, uh, just given how the game went. We were just hanging on, just hanging on at the end. And uh, freaking stressful, man. Like, I was hoping for a multiple score win, right? None of this 
you know, five point business where they score a touchdown, it's all over. But I mean, I, I don't know. You were you were messaging me when you were watching it, and you were uh, you were sharing some hot takes. So I mean, what's your what's your what's your assessment of this? Well, yeah, it's it's interesting that you kind of you labeled the defense as the problem in the second half. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I, that's kind of, I'm, I'm extrapolating from what you're saying. Um, yeah. but for me, I felt like the offense was actually kind of disappointing, especially in the second half. And I know that the score affects, well, even the first half, I honestly, I didn't feel like it was, um, again, they put up 20 points, but, uh, it did just feel like they were sputtering along and it, like, I think I would say that that was cousin's worst performance in a win this year. Um, in a win. Yeah. I think the two that's, losses were worse. That's fair. The two losses were were bad, uh, yep. but like he just like he started out zero for five, um, yep. and just it just didn't feel like it was really there. And even I think like there was some plays like this is the advantage of having a Justin Jefferson who can make yep. some pretty spectacular yep. adjustments on the ball, um, but it just didn't feel clean uh, all, all game. Do you think they gave the Jets too much respect at at, at the beginning? I mean, they clearly went into this game recognizing that the Jets, front seven especially, but also, I mean, Reed and Gardner are excellent corners. And so really, the defense as a whole, you're looking at them saying, all right, these dudes can do some damage. And if we don't respect them, they're going to make us pay. They're going to turn the ball over. They're going to sack Cousins. And so do you always, like, it felt like they're almost like a little bit timid initially. I, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I think that the Vikings um... – well, I think the stat was that they lead the NFL in in first uh, series yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the opening script. Yeah, and and so I guess in some ways, timid. It, that like I was kind of walking into yesterday's game and seeing the Jets record. I was like, huh, like just they they haven't been a good team for for quite a long time. Um, yeah, yeah. And you see, after watching the defense, like that's how they've been able to, to be good. Uh, Precisely. That, that is a good defense. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if timid's the word or what it was, but it just, it yeah, just, I think that that might be the wrong word. It, well, right? but no, but they I were at a, they were at a sorts. It was right? out of sorts. It just, it's felt like that at different times and, and that's going to happen yeah. again. It's not like they're going to be able to roll all the time, but it just felt, yeah. um, it felt off. And again, I'm going to put that on cousins. I feel like we're often pretty, um complimentative of uh cousins uh but i i just i it just it didn't feel that like smooth i, I guess it just felt mm-hmm. a little bit clunky um yeah right. so so yeah i i again i think this there's some score effects sometimes that come into to play um again i guess it feels like this defense it we're still there, we know that there's some uh deficiencies there and i think it feels like the yeah. vikings fan base as a as a whole like still feels a little uh timid about um even just being all in like i think there's this hope that right like with their record that they want some respect but you yeah. still come away from games like yesterday and you're still kind of like yeah well, they they won again but yeah, uh, right. like what is this gonna keep going and it, and it keeps going so uh right. enjoy it Right. Uh, but I think maybe on the defense, it's it's interesting. I feel like if you're a fantasy football player, I feel like you got to take uh, the kicker of the opposing team. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because this, this Vikings team just feels a little bit like a bend, yep. don't break kind of 
yeah. thing and, and like really bending, like really testing out um, how how far you can bend. But but again, yep. you, you look at the end of the game, they come up when they need to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to really explain it, but it keeps happening. So there's got to be something going right. Yeah. I mean, they've obviously, to a certain extent, figured out how to play tougher when they get into the red zone. And in a lot of ways, that was, you know, I was looking at the game book and trying to make sense of things a little bit. Um, I mean, when the Vikings got into the red zone, they were three for three. So that's as good as you can get, right? That's that's fantastic. Uh, in contrast, the New York Jets were one for six when they got into the red zone. And so that's obviously a dramatic dramatic difference right 100% versus 17% efficiency and uh and I believe Ben Gessling tweeted out after or that may be wrong I apologize to Ben Gessling if I'm getting this wrong but someone tweeted that after the game I saw that uh you know the third downs also kind of uh really contributed to this uh being a Vikings win even though the offense wasn't great I mean the Jets were three for 16 on, on third downs which is horrendous the vikings in contrast for nine for 18 so they're 50 percent, which is pretty damn good and so the being efficient on third down being ultra efficient as efficient as you could possibly be in the red zone uh that ended up being in a lot of ways a difference for the vikings and i thought their offense you know so a front especially the front um they want to play uh, the jets front i mean the defensive line their linebackers they want to play north south they want to get penetration they want to work your O-line back, get to the backfield, pick up tackles for a loss, hit the quarterback, that kind of thing. When the Vikings, it seemed to me, a lot of their strategy kind of racked that was to start going horizontal. It was sweeps to Delvin Cook. It was the end around of Jalen Rager. It was all kinds of stuff, kind of getting horizontal, get to the flats. So move east-west, right? Because, I mean, the Jets want to go north-south. So the Vikings start going east-west and basically take them out a little bit. And, I mean, they were, look, they were still pretty good. Their linebackers can really move and, like, sideline and sideline players. But it seems to me that the Vikings offense, when they did their best, is when they were kind of doing a nice job of getting to the edges and then building off of that a little bit, right? Because um, then you can kind of slow down a little bit of what the Jets do well, which is, you know, I think play a little bit of bully ball. Like they're just a real physical, talented, uh, rugged front. Um, and so I think in a lot of ways, it made a lot of sense uh, to take that approach. Um, and there were times when, uh, the Vikings offense did try to challenge the Jets defense. Um, some mixed results. I mean, Jalen Rager gave that 38 yards score, and Cousins took a pretty good hit on that as well. I mean, he underthrew the ball, but he also got hit pretty good. He got hit pretty good a few different times. Um, so I actually, I don't even know if I think he played poorly or not, to be honest. I don't think he played spectacularly. There's a number of times where the ball was not, you know, in a good spot. It was a little bit behind the receiver, it was too low. It was, you know, whatever, but um, man, picking up that first down with his legs, he took the big shot at the end, you know, hitting the deep pass uh, to his uh, WR4. You know, there's a number of, of good plays there. The touchdown pass to Jefferson. Um, I, I, I don't know. So, I mean, and maybe circling back to your point you're making in terms of like the Vikings and their fans, it kind of, it seems like, there might be different options here. Maybe there's more than just two options. But like, I think we want to say we've done it so much. Ten wins now that it's not a fluke. This is who we are. We win close games. We grind it out. We're comfortable in these situations, and we'll find a way to win. 
but then there's that nagging doubt that it's this is going to catch up to you and, and someone's going to figure you out and th this will catch up to you in the end you can only do that you're playing with fire and you can only do this for, for so long before you really burn yourself and so i think that's part of this issue where in a sense where a lot of us want to say this is who they are dude like so friggin start giving us some respect because we're 10 and 2 we're second in the nfl but then the other hand it's like oh man you know like you know if mike white you know who almost threw for 400 yards on us you know if he makes just one more play at the end it's it's a nine and three team right which isn't the end of the world but it's, it's a different outcome right yeah yeah it um it's interesting i think you can maybe hear as you're listening to us the the circles we're going as we're trying to to understand what's happening here as well as yeah. like trying to trying to provide some kind of analysis but again i think this yeah. is kind of the game that that comes out of it yeah. I, so maybe there's a, a couple things here is that again people have pointed to strength of schedule as yeah. something that the vikings actually it hasn't been it hasn't been an overly weak schedule i guess we'll, we'll no, say it's that. been a pretty strong schedule like they've, they've yeah. actually they played some good teams but but yeah, maybe this is where the criticism and i think in some ways rightfully so exists is that you've played the two best teams that you've played uh dallas and philadelphia have really buffalo, buffalo. well okay right well okay yeah that's there's, there's a fair argument there but yes two of the I teams so. let's let's it, again we can maybe debate that i think buffalo is very good so i'm not i'm not trying to take anything away from them but but yeah. the two best teams you've played in the nfc let's let's say that uh, yes that's fine that you are going to have to likely go through if you're in the playoffs yeah uh, probably they, at least one probably yep uh, yep you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go through some some good teams. Hey, yeah. th those games were were ugly. Yeah. And again, I think it is just one game. We've talked about that, but I think that's where some reasonable doubt exists. That mm -hmm. some teams have figured it out of really exploiting this team, yeah. and particularly the defense. And that I think maybe is the where there is some some pause of, well, you know what? Yeah. It has happened where you, you win small and you lose big. You know, I, I, I see it. And like, if someone sat back and said, you know what? This Dallas team is actually better than Minnesota. And they had their list of reasons. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that person's right. I mean, or, or you know, same thing for Philly. I mean, Philly's got a better record and they beat us pretty good back in week two. So, you know, it'd be hard to make a pretty persuasive case that the Vikings are actually better than the Eagles. I guess what I would say, if we want to put a more positive spin on it, is that, and, and this is part of the beauty of football, is that it's a weekly sport. And so it's like week 13. I mean, the, the Jets might be a thousand times better than us. I don't think they are, but I mean, they could be. And if we beat them in week 13, then we're better. <laughs> so like, and so it's like as much as possible, like want to shrink things down. And I mean, we're, we're talking about future matchups and future possibilities here. And all we have is the present, which slips into the past, not to get overly philosophical, but all we have is, is basically that. And then we're looking ahead to what we think are likely matchups. I mean, chances are, if you go in and play off run, you're going to have to beat at least one of those two teams, Dallas or Philly, maybe both. Right. And, 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 you know, try and get to the Super Bowl by beating quality teams as much as I, can though and this is what i i mean this is what i i mean i coach 14 to 15 year olds and this way i stretch to them like football is a weekly sport like i don't give a damn about any of the other stuff that happened in the past 
if we beat them this week, then we're better. Right. And, and, and like, it's just that simple. And so it's like, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I hope they kind of take that mentality. Where it's like, yeah, you get Dallas in the second round for playoffs, maybe fine. They, they smoked you. Like they friggin' like, it wasn't close. Like it was bad kind of thing. And, um, there were maybe reasons for that. And maybe one of them being that they're just a better team than you. But if we can actually, you know, crack the code and beat them this week, so be it. And, you know, if you get in those games where maybe the hope is that this, these, these past games, um, the hope is that uh, you get a little bit of comfort and resilience and belief in yourself when you're down. Like when you take that punch in the chin, hopefully that allows you to kind of keep your head in. Um, and I, I mean, on the one hand, you're playing with fire. On the other hand, are there that many teams that have had as much success as the Vikings when they, you know, get the punch in the mouth, when they go down, you know? And so I, it's, it's possible that we see a Vikings team that is like a buzzsaw in the playoffs because they're just battle-tested and nothing will flap them. And they just get this amazing belief in themselves. Or it's possible that, you know, a good team figures them out and they were playing with fire all, all year. And they finally really got burnt. And so I'm, I'm hoping it's the buzzsaw and just team that you can't shake them. They're just so confident. And they recognize that it's like, if we're better than you today, that's it. We're better than you. Right. And so I, I don't know. I, I, does that make any sense? I, I think so. Yeah. It's, um, I, this has been um, just a little bit of a, I don't, I, I'm not going to say this has been a therapy session, but it's like this yeah. is just us <laughs> talking ourselves through it and, and really trying to work our, our way into it. And I, so I guess, I presented maybe the reasons why there should be doubt. And I, yeah, I guess to look at it from kind of building off what you're saying and, and also just even from, yeah, sports perspective, I think it's actually beneficial for this team to not get hyped up. Um, right. Right. Like, like not yeah. that they care about the media or, or whatever, but like, you know what, keep, keep some of that doubt there. Like, 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 yeah. enjoy that. Like, don't, it's yeah. it, it's a lot easier to be there than it is to to be the yeah. team that is expected to win all the time. So right. Don't don't push it away. Exactly. Just like and and again, like sometimes I think teams can create this false narrative of like they never believed in us and and what and like right. you know what whatever yeah. you need to do. I, yeah, I will yeah, say yeah, this yeah. that that again we're not in the locker room. I've seen uh, different video clips that the team posts out, and there does yeah. feel to be a different vibe. Uh, there, the energy is great. You, there is an energy there uh, yeah. and what, what you see that just feels really appealing. And yeah. I don't think that is, you can't underrate that. Uh, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, so again, I think that in some ways, maybe you could probably even make the argument again, not to try to talk ourselves into this too much that, you know what, it actually is better to win small and lose big in the, in the regular season in the sense that, you yeah. know what, you have to grind out the wins and that's what you need to do. And if you're going to lose, you know what, take the week off and, and, uh, and yeah. rest up. And, and again, your point of is a weekly sport and really all of these things are experiences for the team to go into the playoffs with. That's right. And, and you right. get to play these teams and, and um, I'll say this, I have quite, I'm quite confident that if they did play the Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys again, that yeah. it would be a very different outcome in the sense that they're not going to get blown out nearly as much um, right. as right. they as they as they have. So um 
Yeah, I, I I think maybe we'll we'll wrap it up there uh, as as sure. we process here. I know uh, Detroit next week. Uh, I know Detroit's still fighting for a playoff spot here. Uh, yeah, man. And and again, division rival. So I um, I think it's good for the Vikings to have some of these division games at the end, even though it has been a weaker weaker division in the sense uh, that yeah, like you're saying we're looking at maybe. Uh, the Vikings clinching a playoff spot with four games to go next week. Um, clinching the division, not even just the playoff spot, but the division. Sorry, itself. did I? Yeah, the, clinching the division with four, four, yeah. uh, four games in hand. Uh, like that's that's yeah. pretty remarkable. But again, uh, yeah, you need to make sure that there continue to be challenge going on. Yeah. I guess um, maybe I'll. This is how we'll end here. I just will ask one last question: Is for you? How important is it to get that one seed? Uh, I know, like, they're you're kind of battling against Philadelphia right now. Like, on yeah, a, like a scale of one to ten, how important is it to you to like really grind it out and do that? Um, yeah, and maybe the maybe the way of looking at it is like, you know, what you're gonna have to put all your your top guys in right until the the last yeah. play of the season. Um, grind it out to yeah. grind it out. Seven or eight out of ten, I would say. I wrote about this last week. The Vikings have been to the NFC Championship game six times since their, you know, they went to Super Bowl four times, lost four times. Since then, they've been to the championship game six times and they've lost all six, right? Uh, five of those losses have occurred on the road. Only one was at home. The one that was at home was uh, the Gary Anderson miss late 90s. And um, depending on your perspective, you could argue that, you know, perhaps that would have been the one to win. Uh, Anderson hadn't missed a kick all year or seen this of that kick Vikings lose the game in the end um, point I'm trying to make is that I think home field advantage can be really important and uh, sleeping in your own bed being in your own locker room you know having the fans behind you um, I do think it makes a difference now it's possible you roll into the playoffs as the two seed Philly's number one and uh, after the divisional rounds Vikings are the one seed because Philly just got bounced, right? And so it's possible you still get that home field advantage and, and Super Bowl goes through U.S. Bank Stadium. But uh, the last time the Vikings made it to the MC Championship game was against Philly. And they went to Philly and they got friggin' just, it was not close. It was bad. It was one of, you know, one of these blowout losses that Sam and I have been talking about here. So it's important to me. And I think it should be important to the team. But I think realistically, um, you know, time is working against them. And uh, there's five games left, and they got to make up two games. And so you're probably saying to yourself, you got to win four of these next five at least, you know, in order to hop the Eagles. And so you got to be realistic as kind of time dwindles and recognize that, yes, it's important. Yes, we want it. But if the Eagles just keep winning, and then it's very possible that they likely that they do, you know, then uh, maybe, you, as Sam was saying, you kind of forfeit that that you know desire to grind it out and that kind of thing and just say okay we're instead going to you know we're, we're going to give cousins you know the week off and in in week 18 or you know whatever right and then and, and, you know try and make sure everyone's body is right kind of leading into that first round or so in, in, that's my roundabout way of saying important but you also still have to live within reality right right yeah there's and i guess the you there's the home field advantage component there's also the the bye week uh component humongous 
I, humongous. I, the, yeah. the bye week is helpful, but also it's like, I think we've seen in years past, it's not always the best yeah. thing. Um, yeah. And so I, again, I just, it's going to be interesting to see it. It does feel like as time goes on that maybe like this two seed is where the Vikings are going to again end up. Um, yeah. It's looking that, likelier and likelier. Yeah. That, that would be a, that would be a good spot to be right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It means they play the Seattle Seahawks. And again, we're not going to sit here and any team that makes the playoffs is a good team. Uh, yeah, man. Yep. But uh, yeah, I, I think they match up. I think they match up pretty well with the Seahawks. Better, better than some of the other matchups. Yeah. Yeah. But we'd have to, well, there'll be time for us to kind of break well, that down. Yeah. We're not going to get too far ahead of ourselves. It's, it would be interesting yeah. to see uh, Detroit yeah. next week and, and go from there. But they yeah, just dropped thanks. 40. So they're going to be good. They just dropped 40 points last week. So the Lions yeah. will be a tough game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember the <clears throat> Detroit kicker, but uh, it might be a good time to go pick pick them up on the, yeah, there you go. There on you the go. waiver wire. Um, yeah. yeah. Could be a high scoring game. Although now it's going to be like 10 7. So yeah, uh, that's right. Exactly. Anyways. Right. Everyone, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll uh, we'll be back next week uh, to break down Detroit Lions game. Uh, again, be sure to go check out stuff over at purpleptsd.com and vikingsterritory.com. Take care, everyone. Have a good week. We'll uh, we'll be back next Monday.